0: Content Warning: The following podcast discusses mental illness. If you are struggling with your mental health and need support, call Lifeline on one three double one one four. we are we're recording we're recording hello this is a genuine hello cuz
1: i haven't been here for 4
0: days yep it is <laughs> and it's is like the crack of dawn. dawn
1: it's the <laughs> butt crack of dawn for us mm-hmm. and uh, we've got a new spooky light in here
0: it's so creepy in here i might take a photo take a photo put it on the and i'll put, put it in the group. group i'll take a selfie of us it's oh
1: my god can you see me
0: barely and it's frightening You're just like a floating head. Oh, God. It's Um, so weird in here. They took our light away,
1: which was a neon... Peace sign. Peace sign. (laughs) strange.
0: But it was kind of... It was spooky at first, but I was used to it. This one's like...
1: It's like when you put a torch underneath your face and you're telling a ghost story, which is exactly what we're basically doing in here. Well,
0: luckily this story... It's very on brand. ...isn't actually, like, spooky today. Mm. It's Mm. just more weird. So that's good. Yes. Um. agree. At least it's not something super scary, but yes, I have been sick, which meant I had time to research the hell out of some mysteries.
1: Good, great! You're also the most active group I member know. I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I
0: was just going to say I basically <laughs> spent four sick days just working <laughs> in our
1: Facebook group, talking to you guys. <laughs> if you were in, if I'm sorry in if Facebook I got weird. Group, Josie was hanging out with you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Even if you didn't want her to, she was there. I was there. <laughs> like the person that never leaves the party. Oh. <laughs> no. Was I sad? It's your party. Yeah, okay. It's your group.
0: Um, but if you're not in the group, you should join it. Please. Um, you can find it on the pedestrian.tv Facebook page. Pedestrian being the place we actually work and we just do this <laughs> do this as well. <laughs> we have, like, actual jobs there. Um, and then just request and we will accept in lightning fast
1: time. Yeah. Like I think the only time you have to wait more than 10 minutes is if you do it overnight. If you're yes, from overseas. Yes, we're sleeping. <laughs> and even then, sometimes I wake yeah. up at 3am, have a little squiz. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and approve. Approve yeah. away. But it's fun. We put things in there that relate to the episodes. Yeah. We put in just any crimey, weird stuff for our fellow weirdos. Memes. Memes. And then you can share things. Yeah. And people give us ideas for future episodes, which is is really good because sometimes I'm worried we'll run out, you know, of the famous ones, but Mm. there's so many mysteries in Australia. There are. So I feel like people will go, hey, this weird thing happened in my hometown and then we can do that.
1: Yeah. So, you know, don't be shy. Share away. Share away. (laughs) Tell us your feelings. Mm. Whatever you feel like. Talking about within the mystery unsolved crime. Yes we're allowing supernatural conversation. Yep. We decided that's a mystery. So, yeah. Oh, oh,
0: my earring just fell off. That was supernatural. <laughs> a ghost just pulled <laughs> my <laughs> earring off, guys. <laughs>
1: Hang on. <Yeah. laughs> the podcast room ghost. The podcast.
0: I have to take the other one off because it will scare me. <laughs> I'm oh, scared maybe. of the podcast. I think the podcast room ghost is upset that... The light was taken away.
1: Probably. He likes it to be exactly how he wants it. <laughs> I and mean, if you upset the ghost, look that's out. when bad shit starts happening. In general, just don't upset ghosts. No, that's my you should theory. never.
0: Just be polite to them.
1: Yeah. You know when people go and they're just like assholes to ghosts at ghost hunting people? Yeah, they poke the bear. Oh my God, don't poke the bear. Mm. Just why would you want a ghost like, fucking around with you? I no. wouldn't.
0: I'd just be like, "Is there anything I can get you? Yeah, like,
1: do you want me to leave? I can leave. You can have my do you want whole house. to change house? the whole set out of the house? Do you, like like... <laughs> <laughs> you like my child?
0: I sacrifice my child, partner,
1: <laughs> <laughs> whatever you would like. Yeah, you may have it.
0: My two cats. <laughs>
1: yeah, everything sacrificed. Take
0: it all. <laughs> I'm really uh. glad. I think my cats are probably glad that my house isn't haunted, so yeah. I haven't sacrificed them yet. But yes. I, I, I. But will. you would.
1: I would. You've got no loyalty to them (laughs) when a ghost's involved at all.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, it's my turn.
1: I'm so excited.
0: Today. And I'm doing It's Not. I'm not excited like,
1: woo, this is great that this happened. I'm excited because this is, to me, the most fascinating Mm. mystery possibly in Australia ever to me, just because I'm just so, I can't get my head around it. But yes, tell everybody what you're doing.
0: Well, it was extremely weird. It's not like creepy, but it's just weird. But we're not poking fun at it. I just wanted that to be very clear. I'm going to talk about the Trump family. That's Trump, not Trump. Not the (laughs) Trump. Although they are weird. (laughs) The Trump family and their mysterious road trip of 2016. Mm. So my friend Erin, who has been living overseas, Mm -hmm. I said, oh, I'm doing the Trump family. She goes, the Trump family? I'm like, no, no, the Trump – and she missed this. So oh, she doesn't know anything about it. Okay. So our overseas listeners won't know much about it. Mm. But our Aussie ones will because yeah. it was all over the news because yeah. it was just
1: wacky. Yeah. But in saying that, I don't know a lot about it because right. I feel like I know, like, top line only. Like, I feel like I wasn't heavily invested in reading everything about it. I was just sort of like, what's going on? And I yeah. think because at first it seemed like something – people had gone missing and there was probably not – there probably weren't going to be found kind yes. of vibes. And then yeah. as soon as everything went weird, it was like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. Sort of thing.
0: It took so many twists and turns. So I decided to set it out like day by day. Yeah, nice. Um, just because that's the way it did unfold mm. for us. But I have kind of made a note of where it kind of reached the media wasn't until a few days into it. Because mm. at first we didn't know, like when they left their house – we weren't like, oh, our families left their house. Yeah. <laughs> like it, didn't ta- it took a few days yeah. for it to just hit all the headlines. Okay, so it was Monday the 29th of August 2016. And Mark and Jac- – I think it's Jacoba or Yacoba. Okay. But she's known as Kobe. Okay. So I'm just going to refer to her yeah, as Kobe because I can't Kobe. pronounce her first name. So they're r- red current farmers, um, Mark and Kobe Tromp, and their three adult kids, Rihanna, twenty nine. Mitchell, 25, and Ella, 22, piled into Ella's silver, is it Peugeot? Yeah. Peugeot, and left their property in Sylvan, which is located about 40 kilometres east of Melbourne in Victoria. They took cash with them, but they left all the doors of their quite big farmhouse, it's quite a nice place, Mm. left the doors unlocked, they left all their passports, wallets, credit cards, and phones behind. God, it's already weird. Keys were left in the ignition of some vehicles and there were financial documents relating to the two family businesses, the current farm and an earth-moving business, stacked in piles around the house. Mark and Kobe believed people were after them and that their lives were in danger. So police sources told the Telegraph of the trip that in their delusional state, the entire family was planning on going overseas, but they decided against it, saying passports can be tracked they thought the safer option would be going to a place where technology cannot reach them.
1: That is super accurate. Yeah, I think
0: yes, totally. My like- whole
1: thing is if shit went down, like if zombies came, yeah, go off the grid. Yeah, always. I'd go to Tasmania. You always say this, but Tasmania <laughs> is so small. Like I know, but if someone was chasing you and they got to Tasmania, <laughs> it's not that hard to find you. <laughs> Well, I think Frederick Valentich is in Tasmania. You think? Yeah, I feel like if if Josie were to
0: Harold make, Holt's probably yeah, in Tasmania. Yeah, that's what I was
1: just about to say. You think everything's in Tasmania? I'm Every going to Tasmania person. soon.
0: I'm going to look for them both. I know that
1: you're out there. <laughs> just start yelling into the abyss of like the forest. <laughs> Frederick, Harold. <laughs> I promise I won't tell anyone. <laughs> to <Just> show me.
0: <laughs> Let's go. Panther pops out. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Just as an aside. <laughs> Just as an aside. So Mitchell secretly brought his phone along. Okay. And when his parents figured out he had it, he was told to chuck it out of the car window. So that was about half an hour into the
1: trip. Yeah. So they're very, like, hectic about, yes. like, someone is coming for us yeah. and we need to have no trace. Okay. So they
0: said to him, it's being used to track us, chuck it out the window. Yeah. So by Tuesday, the family had driven through the night. They hadn't stopped. Mm-hmm. they made it to a town called Kelso, which is eight hours away from mm. where they started, um, over the border of New South Wales. At about 7 a.m., Mitchell left the family and he told media later that he thought his father, Mark, um, wasn't in a good state of mind. Mm. He boarded public transport to Sydney and then Melbourne in an effort to get back home. So it was a real, like, mission for him by that point because also about- is near Bathurst. Yeah. So for our non Australian listeners, he was kind of like in the middle of New South Wales. Yeah. Made it back to Sydney, which is like on the coast, and then back down on a train to Mm. Melbourne. So it all takes quite a while. Yeah. So he really was just like, no. Yeah. I'm done with this whole scenario. So Mark, Kobe, Ella, and Rihanna continued on for about an hour, reaching the Janolan Caves Mm -hmm. in the Blue Mountains region of New South Wales. So that's kind of nearing Sydney at this point, which to me is a bit strange because if you're wanting to go off the grid, then you're heading to like a tourist attraction in the
1: Blue Mountains. But then I suppose like Blue Mountains is quite expansive and Mm. you could potentially like hang out with a Lithgow Yeah, totally. Find some cave, whatever. But like in the sense of you go out back, which is what everyone would think you would do. But the outback, like the the environment is so harsh. Yeah. It's like your plan was to not live in a town mm. but to like just go bush or something. yeah, it's not the place true. to be. So yeah, I, I kind of get it so far maybe. At this point
0: mm-hmm. the two daughters split from the family from the parents. so it's not known why okay. They stole a car and they headed two hours south to the New South Wales town of Goulburn mm. So when they got there, they reported their parents as missing and then again it's not known why but then they separated.
1: Wow, God. Because I'm like following and then I'm not following. Yeah. Like I got the escaping, but then, okay, keep going. Sorry, I'm interrupting. No, it's
0: fine. Um, And I feel like around this point was when it hit the media. Yeah. Because these parents were missing. And then Ella took off in the stolen car and drove back down to Sylvan. Um, But Rihanna was found in Goulburn. So, Mm. Goulburn man Keith Whittaker had just filled up on petrol. And he was driving his ute to a medical appointment when he felt someone kick the back of his car seat.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> in a, like in a ute. Is that not? Oh, my God. I would have a heart attack. My life <laughs> That's would be over. my actual nightmare. Like, that is my my. Check my, your cars, guys. <laughs> always check the back seat. Did you watch Urban Legend? Oh, Urban Legend. Oh, my God. I always check my back seat. <laughs> yeah. I'm constantly checking my back yeah. seat, even in a illogical Yeah, And you have like a car. small
0: little car. I'm just imagining this yeah. full <laughs> no, murderer.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah. Imagine if you did check your back seat and you caught the person like just lying there and they were just like, what oh do I God. do now? But like, what would you do if you got caught? Then you just have to, like, run away. <laughs> yeah, just you're open like the door and, like, waving. wriggle out. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just a nightmare. Oh, my God. That's he- That's just hell to It me. is. That's hell to me. Um, so he, this is
0: what he told the Golden Post. I turned around and saw two legs stretched across the back between my seat and the floor. She was lying on the floor. I got an extreme shock. Of course you did, Keith. Bloody yeah. hell. Oh, Keith, I'm amazed you're alive. I pulled over in a rest area. The young woman sat up and was staring straight ahead. I asked her who she was and if she was all right. She did not know her name and she had no idea where she was. I asked her if she needed any water or anything or was in any way injured and she said no. Then I called the police. Until the police arrived, she mostly sat and stared straight ahead as if she was catatonic. They arrived about an hour later. Guys, come on.
1: Get your shit together. <laughs> it's Goulburn. Goulburn is not that big. <laughs> it's so small. It's literally small. What else so is happening guys. there? Like,
0: Wait. if that call came to me at the Goulburn police station, yeah. I'd be like, this is fucking insane. Yeah. Let's get down there. Yeah. Like, you could And walk. how old is she? <laughs> Um, 29.
1: Oh, okay. I thought she was like a teenager for some reason. No. So I was like, if it was a teenager, it would be even more like that. But yeah, okay. <coughs> they, Still.
0: Yeah. They arrived about an hour later. They took her back to Goulburn Police Station. She was a well-dressed young woman and she offered to give me $50 oh. for my trouble. But I said, no, thanks. I was just glad to help her.
1: Keith, you're Keith, an angel. You're a sweet angel from heaven. <laughs> Love you. Isn't he
0: cute? And it's like, clearly they were rolling with a bit of cash. Well, they had I think, all that. cash. just imagine her like peeling off a yeah. 50, like... Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for not freaking out when it kicked the back of your chair. So Rihanna was then hospitalised in Goulburn for stress-related issues Mm. and assessed by mental health professionals. Meanwhile, down in Sylvan, police entered the family home. So after they reported the parents missing, Mm. that was then communicated to Victorian police because this was, again, crossing state lines. And they went to their house. That's when they found all the stuff I said yeah, at the start. Yeah. So everything unlocked, the passports, the paper stacked around everywhere. Just weird. Like they were instantly mm. like, Something's wrong here. Yeah. Um so Ella also arrived home late that night. Um in the coming days she spoke to the media and said she was still confused about the reasoning behind the family fleeing the house in the first place, saying, It is very confusing. I still feel confused. I think our state of minds weren't in the best place and, yeah, I can't even really. And then she just trailed off so she yeah. couldn't explain it. Um, as for separating from her older sister, she said, I was still confused about the whole situation as I still am now, but I needed to get home to feed my horses. Mm. So she was really like, I'm going. Like They clearly had some kind of argument yeah. and then she was just like, fuck this. So she took the stolen car. She ended up, she was charged
1: for stealing the car. Oh, okay. But they dropped the charges. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. She does not seem in the right frame of mind. So at this
0: point, it was all like media, media, like missing parents, stolen car, woman in the back of the car. Yeah. Son somewhere. They're everywhere. It was just insane. And everyone was just like, what is going on here? So on the Wednesday morning, Mitchell finally arrived back at the family home and he found all the police there. He shed some light on what had prompted the road trip. He said, I've never seen anything like it, like his parents. It was really hard to explain or put a word on it, but they were just fearing for their lives, and then they decided to flee. It was a build-up of different, normal, everyday events, just pressure, and it slowly got worse as the days went by. The best way to describe it is like a movie. I've never seen anyone act like this or conduct themselves in this way. I've never seen my parents or anyone at all go to this extreme. They are a bit paranoid. So when he was asked later about why he left first, mm. he said, I'd had enough and I thought, about, I thought getting out was the best idea at the time. But, yeah, in hindsight, I probably should have stayed with them and tried to help and bring them back around and talk to them more. But, yeah, I got out of the car and made my way home. Um, so then finally the parents were seen on the Wednesday, Mark and Kobe. They were both seen in Wangaratta. Is that how you say it? Yeah. So that's back in Victoria only about two hours and 45 minutes north of the family home. I did everything on Google Maps. So they were back closer to home. But then they became separated for reasons unknown and Kobe boarded public transport. On the Wednesday night, a couple who were out playing Pokemon Go... (laughs) which oh is the my God, 2016 <laughs> thing for
1: them to be doing. So it's 10 p.m. in
0: a small town. What yeah. else are you going to do?
1: True. And everyone was so fucking obsessed yeah. with Dom dumb game Got so to catch period. them
0: all. Um, so they were out and they began being followed by a grey Peugeot station wagon. Don't. Stop it. The male driver... Um, said the car was following him so closely that he couldn't even see its headlights. So it was like right up their ass. What? The couple pulled over and so did the station wagon and Mark Trump got out of the car and ran towards them. <gasps>
1: oh my God, I'd be like hightailing it out of I there. know. <laughs>
0: like, fuck. Um,
1: Pokemon. <laughs> Literally, I'd be like... <laughs> Fuck this Pokemon <laughs> bullshit! Get me away from this yes. madman that is running at me.
0: So then he stopped in the middle of the road and ran into bushland at War Park, abandoning
1: the Peugeot. So he ran. He so he ran so he at stopped, them and then away. Yeah,
0: he he ran, okay. then he stopped, and then he just ran sideways like into a park. Oh, he's not okay. The police searched the park and found no trace of Mark. What? Trump. What? So it was quite it's quite a big park. It wasn't like one of those ones. No, yeah, just, but like just yeah. Oh, it's just weird. It's I know. So weird. And it, so it just started getting, like, some more twists and turns. So on Thursday, Kobe Tromp arrived in Yass, which is three and a half hours northeast of Wangaratta. So she yeah. went back north back into New South Wales to Yass, which is where the Queer Eye guys went. Yeah. Because it's like, Yass. Um It's just a,
1: <laughs> another country
0: town, kind of near – it's an hour away from Goulburn. So –
1: yeah, well, because I was going to say, Yas is near Canberra and, like, it's between yeah. Canberra and Goulburn, I'm pretty sure. So mm. it's kind of like she's gone back to where they yes. were. Yes, like they must like have said. They're just said, going in circles almost.
0: They must have said when they left, the girls, when they left them at the Janolan Caves, must have said, we're going to Goulburn. Yeah. Because why would she know? Yeah. So um, here in Yas, Kobe attempted to check into accommodation but was recognised and taken to Yass Hospital for care as she was in a disoriented, agitated state. Mm. She eventually joined Rihanna at Goulburn Hospital where they spent several days under care for mental health issues. So that was Thursday. Nothing else, no more developments happened till Saturday because Mark Trump was missing. So he'd been missing for three days, last seen on Wednesday night running into the bushland. Police suspect he broke into a local hotel that night to sleep because the owners reported a break-in. But there was no sign of him until Saturday evening in Wangaratta when a local saw him wandering along the road and alerted the police because by this point it was national, where is this man? Yeah. They had fears that they would never find him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, the fa- so Mitchell and Ella were together
1: mm-hmm.
0: at the house. They did like a press conference. They were like come home. They were I upset. remember that. I do remember that. And the other two were in the still in the hospital. And they the dad's had family missing. with them and mm-hmm. the dad was missing. He was taken into police custody and given a mental health assessment. And after five hours at the station, he was released. His brother, I think, is a cop. And I think he came and got him. Mm. Um, and He gave all the waiting media the finger. It's like <laughs> this iconic photo. I'll put it in the, in the group. He gives them the finger. But later he released a statement, like, thanking people for their concern. Yeah, yeah. Um, all in all, the family travelled over 1,600 kilometres on this road trip. God. So when the news of the road trip broke, people began to speculate on what had prompted mm, it. Mm. So because they were on a farm, a lot of people thought there might be some chemicals I was just that about they'd to been say, using that had yeah. induced this group paranoia. Because the, all the financial documents were everywhere. So other people were like, oh, maybe they've borrowed money off the wrong crowd. Um, but police obviously looked into all of that. They the farm wasn't in financial trouble. Like yeah, both their businesses were successful.
1: So they had no reason. They had no to debt, flee. nothing yeah. like that. Yeah. So, I,
0: you know, I remember when it happened. I am like, oh, maybe they're just like they've got themselves into this yeah. hole and they yeah. see, you know, no way out, and yeah. they're like bankrupt or none of that. Not in debt, no problems at all. Um, and the police could find no evidence of any dodgy dealings, or like any money being borrowed from yeah. anyone sus like, everything was above board. My second theory was that they were under the influence of drugs or that they had been poisoned by chemicals or even carbon monoxide mm. or something in their water, and they tested the water and tested the farm. Everything's There fine. were people with, like, those hazmat suits. Oh, they're terrifying. Um, and the water source was just
1: the same source that everyone in the town got. So yeah. So it was just, like... So there's nothing, yeah, no. that's influencing them. Yeah, because I would think the same thing because, like... When you think of an entire family on a farm going yeah. crazy, it's like surely something has. Well, yeah. it's like oh, I don't want to ruin S Town for people. There is a related chemical related right. okay I've scenario S to Town. Oh, it's very good, but part of it. The thing, yeah, it's like without ruining it just a vague conversation, but they talk a bit about like fumes and chemicals and things right. and the effect they can have on the brain. And mm. yeah
0: and that was, yeah, a lot of people thought that. You'll love this. Another mm-hmm. theory was that the family was involved in a weird sect or cult. Oh. And we're attempting to escape that. Um, Mark Trump's father, George, said to media, there's nothing sinister, no cult, no one else involved. It's such a puzzle. I can understand why everyone is so intrigued. One day we'll know. Yeah, So it was like even so his own dad no cult? was just like... What? Yeah. But the overarching theory, and the one that seems correct, is that some of the family members were suffering from a rare psychiatric condition known as folia de, which translates to madness of two. Hmm. It's also a Out Boy album. That's how I first <laughs> learned like, that also, word. It's a Fort album. I remember when album. that album came out, I actually, like, was I didn't know what it meant. Yeah. And so I read about the condition, and that was before this. So yeah. So now if you read about the condition... This case is in, like, the Wikipedia page Wow, for okay. It. Yeah. So there's also versions that translate – I'm not going to do all the French mm-hmm. – <laughs> but they translate to madness of family, madness of many, madness yep. of three, madness of four. Um, but the technical name is shared psychotic disorder. So it's when delusional beliefs and sometimes hallucinations become shared by several people, often affecting those who are socially or physically isolated from others. Yeah, so farm life. Yeah, and it's often families and, mm. yeah, people living – you Know in isolated spots
1: or on farms, which makes sense because I suppose your reality could get skewed if you've got isolation, mm, exactly. Like, yeah, even I can if understand. you're like,
0: even this week, like being homesick <laughs> okay. for four days by myself, like I, I get a bit that's that whole cabin fever. Oh, yeah, I crazy like, thing. I was like, I thought you were like, <laughs> of like, you need like my cat was speaking no, to me, you need like, like, okay, like other,
1: <laughs> yeah, no, people? yeah, it's true. And like I'm not a real
0: people person i love being by myself but yeah. i remember when i used to be a freelancer i worked from home i like forgot how to make small talk like i would go somewhere after work because work was me sitting by myself at a home and then i'd go out and people were just like talking at me and i was like uh, i forgot like how to yeah and i just think if you they worked really hard on the farm they worked like seven days a week the whole family all worked together so yeah. It's kind of understandable that something – if they were the only people they were seeing in this small town, um, yeah, it's kind of understandable that it would happen. So the way it happens is a couple of ways. So I have to speak French again. Folly imposé is where a dominant person, known as the primary – inducer or principal, initially forms a delusional belief during a psychotic episode and imposes it on another person or persons, known as the secondary, the acceptor or the associate, Mm. with the assumption that the secondary person might not have become deluded if left to his or her own devices. If the parties are admitted to hospital separately, then the delusions in the person with the induced belief, so the secondary, usually resolve without the need of medication. This is from a psych- psychiatric journal. Not nope, very um, deep. Some deep research. Folly, folly, <laughs> simultane <laughs> describes amazing. Julie and my boyfriend, who can speak French, would be so upset. I right know, now. but he's
1: listening, being oh like, God. "Oh, Josie."
0: <laughs> um, describes either the situation where two people considered to suffer independently from psychosis influence the content of each other's delusions, so they become identical or strikingly similar. In or one in which two people morbidly predisposed to delusional psychosis mutually trigger the symptoms in each other. So there's only... I'm going to go through a few cases. There's only a few recorded instances of folie a dirt in history. So it's super rare and yeah. I love all this stuff. Yeah. The term was originally coined in the 19th century after a French couple named Margaret and Michael, both aged 34. Um, they believed that people were breaking to their house at night it's spreading dust and lint through their house as well as putting on their shoes and wearing
1: the soles down. What? That's yep. such a weird thing to be thinking was happening.
0: Um, some cases have been more serious, including the 2008 case which was covered on case file of Swedish twins Sabina and Ursula Eriksson. Oh my god, yes, I remember this. Yeah. It's wild. So they're aged in their late 30s. They left a tour bus in the UK city of Liverpool and ran headfirst into oncoming traffic on a busy freeway, not once but twice. Yeah. So they were, like, injured and they fought the police off yeah. with, like, huge amounts of strength. Yeah. they um, And Are still
1: are they still alive? They're still alive, aren't they? Are I'm they? still to- – um, I'll tell oh, you. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so they believed
0: that people were coming to get them. When people tried to help them, they screamed and fought them off and claimed that the people were going to harvest their organs. Sabina was hurt more seriously and was hospitalized. Well, Ursula was briefly detained by police but let go. Once released, she was taken in by a local man and she ended up stabbing him to death. Oh! <gasps> Oh, my
1: God, I do not remember that It's That's bit.
0: crazy. They are still alive, to answer your question. So she was jailed after that. Yeah, well, understandably. Um, but Sabina just went off and did her own thing. But, yeah, so they shared this belief that people were coming to get yeah. them and harvesting their organs. Um, and it seems like in that case, um, Ursula, the one that stabbed the man, was the... Imposer,
1: Yeah, so the one with the psychotic yep. belief and then Sir was the secondary.
0: Yeah, so then the second case is like a the mutual one, the simultane. So a couple known only as Mr and Mrs A, so they're American, they had both shown schizophrenic signs as children. Um, they believed that one of the voices they were conversing with was the same demon oh, and God. that he was threatening to kill them. So the pair bought a gun. One night after eating dinner at a restaurant, they felt like two male diners were laughing at them. They went home, but the demons told them to go back and kill the men, so they returned and shot them dead.
1: Oh, my God. Mm. So there's, like, really serious where it... That one just sounds like it was an actual demon. Yeah. So. <laughs> there's really there are serious ones where
0: it where results in a crime. But I think with the tromps, it was just you know it just everything snowballed yeah Um, I think and you know they've spoken out now a little bit but not too much Um, oh god I've lost my spot it's
1: okay we needed it out
0: (laughs) my my scrolling is the wrong direction (laughs) so Mitch said in a press conference after Mark had been located I can see everyone's questions I can see why they want to know but it's a family matter we just want the family to come back together and everything to sort of work itself out which I think it will um, and they kind of have, like, yeah, we haven't really well, heard. Well, yeah, have heard
1: from them since. Yeah, I haven't heard about them since then.
0: Um, last year in May, Rihanna spoke out for the first time telling Women's Day, we're all very embarrassed. We didn't want to be famous. That's for famous people. She confirmed her father was suffering from a mental breakdown and that she started to believe his fears. So she basically mm. confirmed this folie de theory. You have a few things and they do build up. You can get sick in some way adding you do start to think the same Mm. we're all happy healthy and just trying to get back on track again and get over everything that's happened yeah um so i my theory is was he was like the imposer yeah and then i don't think mitch was 100 percent. i don't think he was affected at all like he brought his phone yeah he left i think he literally just went along
1: because he was like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. And um, like almost maybe protective. Yeah. Like, what oh, better go with my family because yep. who knows what's going to happen from here kind yeah. of thing.
0: Yeah. And then he said he regretted leaving at that point. I I think he, you know, no one could have predicted that it would be all no. over the news and... I think it's so sad. Like you can kind of put yourselves in that. You know, when you get really upset, like if you're drunk and you get really upset and you're crying, crying, yeah. and then you're like, oh, I can't believe it's
1: like got to this point. And yes, you're like, I'm crying in front of everyone. Yes, or, yes, you're like, I, uh, I can't believe I'm doing this or yes. saying these things. But I'm like, when you have a fight with somebody, like a partner or yeah. a sibling or something, and you're sort of like, start yelling and saying all this awful shit, and yeah. you're like, even in the back of your head, you're like, no, I don't mean any of this, yeah. and I don't know why I'm saying and it. I but
0: we should have got to this point. Yeah, you can kind of. Imagine that's how they were feeling. Like when Ella left, she was probably like, "Okay, this really escalated." I just yeah. want to feed my horses.
1: Yes, I feel like definitely for Mitch and Ella, for sure. Mm. I feel like the dad and Kobe, the wife. Kobe's the wife, right? Yes. Yeah. I was like, mm, just checking. Yeah. And Rihanna. 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 Yeah. I think they were the most yeah. affected, obviously, yep. because she was like that. That's scary. What oh, um, our car. mate? What's his mate? What's our mate's name? Keith. Keith. They're always called like Keith. How Keith described her as being like disoriented, yeah. not knowing her own name. Like that's yep. hectic. That's proper yeah. like psychosis stuff. Yeah. Um, whereas I feel like yeah, potentially the other two weren't as affected. Yeah. Um. But I I think what's interesting to me. It's clearly come from the dad, or yeah. at the very least, the parents. Yes, like the kids seem mm. much more like what the fuck happened. Yeah, a little <laughs> kind of more thing. detached. Yeah, but then it's that thing of was it folie à deux? Yeah, or was something sus mm. going down? Actually going down. Yeah, yeah. and mm. the kids are just not aware of what it actually yeah, was. Yeah, maybe. But then it's like cause, okay, so my head went. This is my this is my first theory mm. aside from the chemicals. Yes. Was some dodgy drug slash mm. sus shit criminal shit going on where they had to leave? You know, like yeah. like you hear these stories. I don't even know if this stuff's real. I have no idea about the drug trade business, but I'm actually <laughs> don't reading. You? I don't you, you? well versed? <laughs> thought you were just like having a little drug side hustle. Side hustle. Um, I'm reading a book called Boys Follows Universe, which is an Australian book, um, mm. fiction book, um, by a guy who grew up in Brisbane in the '80s and had kind of a background in living with in a suburb and a sort of community with lots of drug dealing mm. and that sort of thing and I'm not sure if his parents were actually involved or whether he just witnessed it from other families but anyway the point is mm. in the book you know a drug deal goes awry and then mm. like shit goes down and it's bad shit and it's like people going missing and like you yep. know that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. and and it it's like you hear that all the time mm. so it's like you fuck around with drug dealers mm-hmm. and you really could need to leave and yes. leave all your shit at your house and, yep. like, fuck off with just your cash. But yeah. then in saying that, after being found, Nothing's, it's very strange yeah. to me that they would just be...
0: Two years later, everything's...
1: Yeah, like, they're still alive. So mm-hmm. if they yeah. did do some bad shit, yep. that probably wouldn't be the mm. case. So Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. The cult thing is still interesting to yeah.
0: me, especially in those... Farming kind of communities <laughs> where there's like big, you know, isolated properties. Oh, yeah, and yeah. That's like kind I of you where there's like farming communities. No, no. It just happens out there, but yeah, no, it's like, mean. yeah, you can physically have a commune or a, yeah. like a headquarters and totally. be kind of fly under the radar. Yeah. And I think more.
1: also it's that thing of like we were saying, like the isolation means mm. that you can fixate on beliefs that people that are like, you know, really surrounded by mm. lots of other people maybe wouldn't. Yeah. Um what was I going to thinking? It, like to me it's like something happened, some some shit that was connected to the dad or the mom. Yeah. Whether it was business related or like yeah, shady criminal shit or whatever, something happened to make them go. Yeah. And the <coughs> mass media scrutiny scared off the scared bad people. Off the ba- yeah, like this yeah. like In saying that about the drug thing, it's not like they could just, like, potentially they could have, you know, taken out the family. Yeah. And done it in a way where they had time to get away or do the mess. But there were so many eyeballs on this family after what happened. Yeah. But I don't know. That could just be me and my conspiracy theory brain.
0: I remember, oh, do I remember this or did I see it in my research? I think I saw it in my research Um, while it was happening. There were a lot of skeptical people going. They're just trying to. It's a publicity stunt, like, oh. and that's why Rihanna said we didn't want to be famous. Yeah, um, because people were like, I read some Facebook comment where this guy was like, "You just watch, you know, in X amount of months they'll have a book deal and there'll be a TV version, and mm. but they have not done no, that. They have not they done have, that. We're clearly mortified um, by it all, and we're just like, mm, leave us alone now. And Rihanna's the only one that's spoken out in those quotes that I read is literally all she said in this. As a journo, like, reading the Woman's Day article, I'm like, wow, you didn't get a lot from her. Like, it's a big write-around of, like, basically two sentences. Yeah. So it's not like it was a big sit-down... Tell-all. Tell-all first-person account. Like, it was very... It's quite vague, really. But she does say, you know, that it kind of stemmed from Mark.
1: yeah. So she kind of confirms it in that way. but Yeah, it definitely sounds like the parents would definitely yeah. one or both were like, the instigators.
0: Even I'm 33, mm. if my mum was like, quick, like, we have to go, this is happening. You, your first instinct is your parents. Yeah. Like, your parents are always right. They can't possibly just be having some kind of mental break. Like, you go with them. Yeah. Like, I can see why the kids went with them, even though they're all adults. Yeah. Um, and why because you grow up and you do what your parents say and yeah. you know, you think that they are right oh totally <laughs> they, they make the rules
1: a, yeah there's such a like power in a parent mm. even if you are de- like I guess if you were completely estranged from your parents maybe not yeah. but even if you just had a just not super close relationship mm. there's still always that little bit of a like shit if they're saying yeah. something's happening it's probably happening yeah
0: there's a like a connection yeah so that's the Trump family. That's so hectic. Which gripped the nation yeah. for about a week. Um, but yeah, I think it's just, I remember being like, ooh, what's happening? And then at the end I just kind of felt sad because I was like, "Yeah, clearly they were just having a moment. And then we all found out about it.
1: Yeah, it's definitely, I still very much feel like there's more shit to mm. it than just a group... I just don't really 100% believe this group psychosis thing. I think those sisters is kind of different, I feel, because, like, sisters mm. and the sister connection and just if you were alone and, like... Yeah, and they were twins. Like, yeah, twins, all of that. Like, I'm super, super close to my sister. If she, like, if we were, like, isolated and she started saying <laughs> shit to me, eventually I probably would believe it. Mm. But but with that, it's kind of like, um I don't know. It just feels... Mm. Something about it. it feels like there was more to convenient. it, like, that they were fleeing for a good yeah, reason. like it
0: did stem from something.
1: Yeah, but in saying that if it were just psychosis-related, it is really sad mm. because it's kind of like their group mental illness just got completely yes. publicised and, you know... I'm imagining as well living on a farm potentially they're the kind of people like you said that they just don't really want mm. attention they're not like they're private people yep. so then it's kind of upsetting Yeah. you know but I not to say I don't think the media were wrong in this case because like it no. was insane yeah. it was crazy what was happening and like we wanted like everyone thought something very bad was going on yeah
0: and it was actually good because people then recognised him yeah. when he was wandering around and yep. could keep and the mum, yeah, could keep um, police kind of informed. Yeah, so I actually think the media dealt with it pretty well. Yeah, considering, um, what was I
1: thinking? So you think you think folie à deux?
0: I think so. Oh, I read an article while I was researching this, and about folie à and it was like we all kind of have it in very, you know, like you be- you believe what your parents believe when you are a yes, kid. Yes, yeah, that's true. Like. And the conclusion of this article is like we all kind of have it in us Mm. a little bit, but sometimes it can become extreme. Yeah. And result in terrible crimes or you know not that, that the Trump family. Yeah. I mean the other examples. There was a recent example of a family in India that all killed themselves.
1: Oh God.
0: And there were all these diaries about like they the dad was like it's all right because when we do it, this, like, spirit or whatever will, like, bring us back. Yeah, So they all did it. So it's that yeah. like culty kind of thing as well. yeah, I was going to well, say, like a, yeah.
1: where's the line between Folia d'Or and then those kind of cults? Yeah, and brainwashing. You know, like Waco. And, yeah. and, I mean, I don't think um, Jonestown is the same because that. I know heaps about Jonestown and it kind of turned into him just yep. forcing people. Yeah. Um, but Waco was very much like that. It was like, mm. you know, we all need to die. Yep. And... What was his name? David? Um, David Koresh. Koresh. Um, and, yeah, like that stuff is, you know, so tied to like one leader mm-hmm. influencing the yep. masses. But then is that folie a Probably not. No, I don't know i think I feel like
0: it could then crosses the line into yeah. like
1: brainwashing and yes, yeah, that's what I was gonna yeah, true that
0: kind of thing, but it, I thought that was an interesting point of like, and I think when you grow up, you go, oh, hang on, my mum believes in whatever, yeah, and I don't believe. Like, my mum's into, like, crystals and things like that. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah, and my brother, who, like, mum would give him a crystal when he was a kid, like, oh, you need to calm down here, hold this crystal. Yeah. Now he'd be like, piss off. Like, yeah. I don't believe in crystals. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so it's that yeah. thing of, like, you accept things when you're younger.
1: Yeah, and they influence you. Oh, God, we're so yeah. influential. Like, human mm. beings, we're so influenced by everything. Mm. And, yeah, like... um Maybe people have more tendencies than others, like... yeah. I don't know. Well, it's in In that way as well, like, it's really interesting because I was thinking this politically, which Mm. is really not at all connected to folio, but it kind of ties into your thing about everyone has a little bit in there. Of, like, I grew up, my mum was staunchly labour. My dad was very, like, staunchly labour. So I've grown up as a labour supporter. Yeah, yeah. But then I have friends who grew up in the country, Mm. so who... Are staunchly liberal because Mm. their parents Mm -hmm. were staunchly liberal, Mm -hmm. and I mean, obviously, a lot of that does tie to like your environment, like your socio socioeconomic status, your like lifestyle. You know, like my mum's a public school teacher, yeah, so she was always like labour support public schools, and then friends who live in the country, their parents were farmers or Mm -hmm. you know agriculture. Worked in agriculture and were like you know liberal support yes. the local farmers yeah. and local business yeah. and and um, but it's that thing of like you grow up and it's mm. like even with things like you know in, inherited kind of racism oh totally aware of had friends who grew up yeah like and homophobia and all of those all things. of that yeah all of that which is yeah so I guess yeah I, I agree with that we we all have a little bit of yeah. that being able to be influenced by others yeah but then it. It goes well, too then far. Yeah. we're not yeah. all getting in a car and driving no. away to YAS, are we? So, no, anyway, I'm so intrigued. It's such an interesting
0: situation, yeah, it really was. And it's, yeah, now it's on all like it's on kind of global websites and like it's yeah. on Reddit and stuff when I did my research. So, it kind of reached maybe not the news, but when you look into Folia Dirt, it's one of the top recent examples, yeah, of it. So, that'll always like be in those wikipedia results yeah which is a bit sad but yeah i hope people found it as fascinating as we did i think they especially do. the people that didn't live here and hear all about it yeah like my friend erin uh yeah that's me cool that's it bye bye